Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have a pre-recorded interview with Steve Goody. We do have a pre-recorded interview with Steve Goody, and we have hopefully Jeff Whitmire joining us a little bit later. He's apparently still at work, but uh, hopefully he'll be able to get home and join us soon. Welcome to episode 563 of the Funny Music Podcast for April 1st, 2021. The title of this week's episode is, oh, look at that, for no reason whatsoever, because that's the way I roll, bitches. Um, Yeah. Catch up. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? No, oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Besides um, texting Jeff, Jeff Whitmire. <laughs> I was just uh, reading an email about a thing that's happening tomorrow. Um, Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I know that reference. <laughs> yes. Um, so, what could I tell you about my past week? Well, uh, I had my uh, six-year anniversary of living in California, uh, which I didn't really mention at all when it happened, but it happened. Um, so, that's interesting. Um, uh, but then, of course, you know, the way everyone has been viewing the past year it's kind of like the past year doesn't count as an actual year so um because we didn't actually get to you know go out and like live um let's see um oh uh i recorded a podcast with tony goldmark uh, his escape from vault disney podcast um and he has this thing where once you've been a guest on that show uh 10 times you get a special uh uh guest's choice like you know uh you know theoretical golden ticket to at some point when you feel like invoking it picking what the next episode will be all about rather than them using the randomizer so i had been kind of holding on to mine for a while uh waiting for you know my life to calm down and and they were doing muppet month uh for a month so i wanted it to be past that obviously <laughs> so um so uh, at the very end of uh, the fifth episode of Muppet Month, which I was also on, I said that I was I wanted to invoke my thing, and the uh, the thing from Disney Plus I chose to watch uh, is The Emperor's New Groove. So it's me and Tony, and our other two panelists are Kyle and Lindsay. So the four of us talk about The Emperor's New Groove for a very long time, <laughs> and it's it, and it was wacky and wild and fun. Um, the other main thing going on with me this past week is uh, the. Um, the, the the company that had hired me just before MarsCon to make uh, to clean up an animatic for them asked me if I would step in and uh, be a, a storyboard artist like both boarding and cleanup uh, for this for them because somebody on their end of things uh, had a, a technology like hardware fail and they wouldn't be able to do it so I said I would do it and doing the cleanup. Okay, they, they do everything in Adobe Animate, which is, you know, the program formerly known as Flash. But, yeah, it's the, the current version. And uh, I I was only kind of, you know, 
I wasn't super familiar with it, but I knew enough to be able to figure it out and do that cleanup job way back when, uh, you know, a few weeks back. So now they want me to do both the boarding and, um, like, the rough board and the cleanup. And doing the rough board involves me having to take the audio files of, like, each line of dialogue has, like, a handful of takes. And then figuring out which take I think would be the best and then laying it in there, following their script, laying it in there and just trying to make the timing work great. Now, this was being done in Storyboard Pro or pretty much any other program that involves, you know, combining audio with video. This would be like a super snap for me. But Adobe Animate has the stupidest, most unintuitive, like, you, you it's like... You, can, you just kind of keep looking through all of the menus. It's like, you know, sound, sound, sound. And, like, the only thing that you'll find in the menus says, like, sound. Mute all sounds. It's like, no, aren't there sound controls? It's like, how do you put the sounds into the thing? And I had to do multiple Google searches and just experiment. And it took me days to figure out, oh, this is how you put sounds into an Adobe Animate file. And it's the most... It's the, the way I described it... Uh, you know, by comparison to the guy, uh, uh, Alex, who hired me, uh, was like, this is like, a, like <laughs> from one of the, like, it's like a, a, an insane logic puzzle from one of the Saw movies. It's like, <laughs> it's like, technically there is a way to solve this, but by the time you figure it out, all of your limbs will be gone. You know, it's just. Are you uh, editing so, the, the takes together separately and then importing it? Or are you trying to edit it in, in uh, animate? The, the way that it would the way it works best for the way their company is doing it is they've sent me like I have all of the takes of like just over a dozen different <laughs> sets of line reads and then each take has like you know five to seven takes of it so the way it works is I basically have to go first of all I had to go in and set the like set a setting on audio for streaming and not for some other weird yeah. setting which you know again, completely not intuitive why it's like you you wouldn't one have been of able them to figure out one of them keeps the audio in sync with the keep with the frames as yeah. it's playing and the other one doesn't yeah so so once i did that i then i had to figure out like oh the way it's not like i can just like plunk this in and then like listen to all seven takes and be oh i want take number three and then chop off here and then chop off here and then delete the other sides and then slide it where i need it. it's like no i can't do any of that because that would be easy and logical <laughs> so I have to like listen to it in the it's little like you know in the library mode and then from there set like the highlighter around just the part I want and then figure out like the exact frame where I want that thing to be put in and then you know highlight that frame and then drag it over to the thing and then drop it right there and the only way I can move it back and forth is to either uh go to one of the blank spaces before it in the in the timeline and then be like you know, it's like either add frame, add frame, add frame, or delete frame, delete frame, delete frame. So I'm literally going to like, <laughs> just to try to like, it's like, is this where I want it? Is this where I want it? Okay, right here. So I, I finally, <laughs> you know, I, I finally got to a point where it's like, okay, I figured out how to do this. I've managed to get the first, how many seconds? Like 12 seconds of, of this rough board like figured out that only had two lines of dialogue in it thus far. Oh no, wait, three. Excuse me. One was like humming, one was coughing, and one was um, well, whatever. 
So it's like I, I just I got that, you know, a little just a few basic drawings and the fact that I got the sounds in the right place and I just rendered that and sent it to Alex and I'm like, yay, I figured it out. <laughs> so I'm just gonna have to keep uh you know hammering away at this. It's like it's like apparently this is going to be the really hard part, and then once I get past this, the rest will be fairly easy. It, it might be <laughs> worth getting on a Zoom call with one of the other animators and seeing how they work because you. It sounds like you're making it more difficult than it needs to be. There's probably something you're missing. Yeah, I I suppose I don't know. It's they they have a they have a a, a Discord thing set up, and okay. I, I guess I could like hop in there and just you know. See if I can talk to whoever it is that regularly does the sound stuff to see if, like, am, you know, am I missing something or is this completely convoluted way of doing it the right way to do it? And if they say it is, and it is. Um, but yeah, at least I at least I finally figured it out. So um, <laughs> I'm trying to like my executive dysfunction and and my like, you know, task avoidance just keeps wanting to be like. Oh, you should do this. You should like go over here. You could like animate a whole different thing. You could do something more fun. You could do like whatever. And I'm like, no, I need to work on this thing because I, I I need to get them the finished, cleaned up version, you know, by April 14th. So I need I just need to keep plugging away at it. So anyway, what have you been up to? I also have a freelance project I need to keep plugging away at, and. Uh, my computer yesterday decided to, it was going to bork itself. So yay! Um, it's behaving at the moment. It's working. But my screen, yesterday I plugged in one of my external monitors and the screen just kind of went... Just kind of went fucking nuts. And so I immediately unplugged the external monitors and it didn't stop. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And I realized if I move the screen forward past 90 degrees, it works. If I open it up to where I need it to be so I can, you know, see, it doesn't work. Um, and then I remembered that this is actually a problem with this generation of Macs that I'm using. It's it's actually a design flaw. And Apple has like a recall replacement program out there. But the I looked it up and the replacement program is only for the 13-inch. I didn't see one for the 15-inch. And I have a 15-inch, so I don't know whether there's a... You know, a repair program for my computer or not. I got to call Apple and find out. This is going to be fun. Um, I managed to get it behave. If I put the screen where I need it and then like push on the back and pull on the sides of the of the monitors, I eventually I can get it to reconnect and, and behave. Um, it's just it's a pain in the ass and not what I need to be dealing with right now. Um, the other thing I've been working on is a uh, video birthday greeting for Dr. Demento because tomorrow is his birthday. So um, we're have we had all the the fump artists, not all the fump artists, but we had a you know a selection of fump artists uh, send in um, video greetings, and they all sent them to me, and I edited them together, and we have a nice like seven minute um, video greeting. And just to clarify, it's not just it's any it's not any old <clears throat> documental birthday. It's his 80th birthday. It's his 80th birthday. Yes. And you know what? I'm going to edit this out of the video that goes up on YouTube because he doesn't know about it yet. And I think he watches this show. <laughs> wow. So, oh, well, <laughs> if I spoiled it, sorry, Barry. <laughs> he has commented on the YouTube um, ch uh, pages, so I, I know he has seen the show. Um. But anyway, that's what I've been up to. Um, so we're waiting for um, Jeff Whitmire. So we're going to play. Actually, 
he he uh he messaged me saying that he won't be able to make it because he's at work. So bummer. Okay, <laughs> damn it. I wanted to talk to him about Holliston. Oh well. Um, <laughs> I discovered a new show on Shutter, and holy crap, it's awesome. Um, actually, you might like it. It's a comedy. Uh, all right. So, well, in that case, I'll just we'll just do them in order. If he can't come, I'll just go in the order I got already got it programmed. So let's do Jeff's then. Um, so here is. Wait, I don't remember. Do I have these in the right order? What the hell song is this? Previously. Yeah, that's that's Jeff's. Okay. So, here it is. Uh, let's do Jeff's song, WandaVision, by Jeff Whitmire. Previously on WandaVision. Shining fashion with Miss Geraldine I started to see color Was that an earthquake? My living room's a lake When her water breaks Screwed my mind With your WandaVision Watched WandaVision, I assume. Yes. What'd you think? 
I really like I really liked it a lot. Um I loved the uh I mean it starts off <laughs> just being more or less purely, you know, the the sitcom stuff and you're just kind of and, and you know the it's like you're being taken on a ride here of like okay, this is weird. Why what does this have anything to do with the MCU and you know, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, the story starts unfolding little by little as these, you know, you know, decade, you know, decade over decade of, you know, sitcom styles keep happening. <laughs> and then eventually, you know, you have some episodes where you actually see what's, go, what, you know, what the real deal is. I'm trying to, you know, yeah. spoiler free, more or less for those who haven't, haven't seen it. I, but, um, I loved it. I thought it was very creative. I thought it was a really interesting take on on everything and how like the, the way they set it up with the sitcoms and how they integrated that into the into the story and everything i thought it was really creative and i really enjoyed it yeah it was it was it was epic um i love the uh the special uh well there, there's there's multiple people from the mcu that show up in this show but there's one kind of you know celebrity <laughs> you know, so to speak, person that shows up halfway through the series that just made me go like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I think everybody did that. And um, <laughs> it was like, that was, that was like, a, that was a bold move. That was really cool. Um, you know, and uh, so many different fan theories were going on about, you know, lots of things, including, and especially that guy showing up. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, so, so a lot, so a lot of the fans have being like, nope, you know, psh, totally not the thing that's happening, but yeah. It, and, and overall this ended up being a show that's, you know, all about these themes of, well, I don't know. I, if I say it, I guess, is that going to spoil it for people? I don't know. <laughs> Just basically, you, you know, going into the show, if you watch all the MCU movies and you've seen, you know, Avengers end game, uh, or and, and Avengers infinity war, you know, you see that, um, that you know, Vision uh, ends up uh, getting killed by Thanos before the whole snap thing happens. So, uh, so basically, you, you dive into uh, Wanda Vision into the into like a, a I Love Lucy style sitcom with Wanda and Vision, who's you know very much alive in this black and white world. And you know, it's just kind of like, what? and then you just <laughs> see where it goes from there. But yeah, it's just so much fun. And um, yeah, and and Catherine Hahn, who plays one of the uh, she plays kind of the sassy next door neighbor at the beginning of the series uh, to 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 uh, Wanda and Vision, and She's as great. the series goes on, it's like she just gets more epic and epic. Yeah. And now it's like, even though she's she's been working in Hollywood doing tons of comedy stuff for years, but now all of a sudden it's like everyone's noticed her, and it's like, oh snap, this woman is awesome, and she's finally getting the attention she deserves for you know being really cool and funny and hilarious. So yeah, she's fantastic. Anyway. Um, Brett G and uh, no, I'm sorry, Wildcard in the chat says I need to request this song. It needs to be on the top ten, and I agree. I I love this song. I played this on Manic Mondays when he first posted it uh, as part of his farm. Uh, I think he just posted a demo, and I think I played that. <laughs> and speaking of the top ten, I wanted to mention because I don't think we've actually said this on the show. You know, bat, you know, for, for years I've been, you know, trying to like when I have a new song out, I'm always like, hey, go to the request page for Dr. Demento and request songs. And, you know, hopefully it'll make the top 10. Be sure to include your email address, blah, blah, blah. And all of that is still true. But basically in the past year, at least or year or so, at least uh, Dr. Demento has really embraced the 
the the fan uh, the, the Facebook group, the official Facebook group, and is basically garnering the majority of his requests, especially as far you know as far as tabulating the top ten goes, from what people are talking about in the Facebook group. In fact, he pretty much goes up goes in there once a month and says, makes a specific post saying, "Hey, let me know what songs you want to make the top ten. And then people will either respond to that thread by saying what songs they want, and then other people will see, oh, like you know, somebody requested Wandavision. I'm going to click like on this and say that I all you know by clicking like, I am also saying that I also want Wandavision to be requested. And then other you know, without even outside of that specific thread that Doctor D posts, people can just post on their own you know that week or whatever with you know like uh, in their. You know, put, put in the text like, you know, top 10 and then the name of the song and the artist. And, you know, you don't have to have a link to a video or, or a sound file, but, you know, it, it helps sometimes if it's not something that he's heard before. But that's basically the new way of, uh, of, of you know, getting songs that you like on the top 10 is being having it be done through the Dr. Demento official Facebook group. I've been I basically asked about it sometime in the past year, and it just seems like, you know, asking people to go make the requests via the. Um, the, the specific request page at uh, at Dr. D's website as far as like trying to get something on the top 10 goes really is a, you know, drop in the bucket compared to how people, you know, compared to the numbers of people clicking like on stuff in, in the Facebook group. So I'm saying all that. So if you want WandaVision to make the top 10, then that's what you need to do. <laughs> and uh, I've been trying to keep on top of that as well this year with, uh, for example, Knucklehead song, uh, Pete in my pants, you know, making sure that, you know, I'm, trying to let people know, like, I'm requesting Pete My Pants for top 10, woo, you know, and, you know, make that happen. Because that's been on, what, the past three top 10s now? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so cool. Anyway, but yeah, just, oh, have you been watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I haven't started watching that yet. I've been watching Holliston on Shudder, um, mm-hmm. which is a horror-themed sitcom about uh, two guys who host a uh, cable access, you know, show where they, ho- they, they do they show movies and comment on them and stuff. Um D Snyder from Twisted Sister is their boss at the cable station. Um <laughs> Odorous Urungus from Guar is one of the guy's imaginary friends. And uh they have one of the guy's girlfriends and one of the guy's ex-girlfriends also on the show. And it's very it's cheesy as hell. It's like low budget and they have like the you know cheesy soundtrack a laugh track and, and everything. And they do lots of fourth wall breaking. Um, and it's just, it's, it's like, they know they're on a TV show. They know they're on a bad TV show. And it's, it's so <laughs> funny. Like th- there nice. was one scene where they, they had to go, the girls had to go to a convenience store to buy vinegar. And the clerk behind the counter was Brian Posehn. And ah. so they, sh- they, sh- they go up to the thing and, they go, hi, mister. And he goes, oh, no, they didn't give me a name. It's just clerk. Like like in the show, he play, they, they didn't give him a character name. He's just, he's, I'm just clerk. And they're like, oh, that's going to look so bad on your reel. Like, no, it's okay. I'm making up my own name. How about doctor? And then something, something. So then two police come in for reasons. And the, they start harassing the girls. And the girls are like, you leave us alone, officer number one. And the cop is like, oh, no, they gave me a name. I'm officer McMahon, you know. <laughs> so it's a lot stuff like that it's but it's really funny but and i'm loving it i just finished season one there's only two seasons and they're only six episodes so it's it's um, it's i'm going through it quick but man i'm enjoying the hell of it out of it so 
All right. Enough sideways talk. Um, let's go on to what, what the hell is next on this show? God, I am so tired. Uh, promo and news. That's it. This is the fun. Zoom where it happened. Zoom where it happened. There are devils in the zoom where it happened. Zoom where it happened. Zoom where it happened. Panic wheezer flowing when Ted's will make the worst time afraid. And this cake wasn't made. And all our pants we were prepping. No one survived inside the zoom where it happened. A box of the Capri Sun. We took the whole box. Yeah, I know. It was dumb. Then after that, we had a couple cokes. We started laughing, telling knock-knock jokes. He said, knock-knock. I said, who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Who? That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P.com. I could not pee. Couldn't control it. Yo, that's right. I peed. I know everyone is laughing at me. H-J-K-I-L-M-N-A-P. Peed in my pants. I peed. Peed in my pants. I peed in my pants. I peed. Peed in my pants. Right, cruising inside of my pump cup. Right, got my hoodie full time. I'm going yellow eyes. Rocking through the desert just to see what we can see. All the Jawas in the house say, Routini. All the Jawas in the house say, Routini. I'm going Jawa. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, as we mentioned, tomorrow is Dr. Demento's birthday. Dr. Demento turns 80 years old tomorrow. So happy birthday, Dr. Demento. And uh, speaking of Dr. Demento, uh, I'm mentioning this uh, just mostly for the sake of completion. It's probably sold out by now, but I wanted to mention it. Um, starting today, um, at the at the store at drdemento.com, they are now selling an autographed online. I'm sorry, an autographed Dr. Demento gray marbled vinyl variant of the first century dementia two disc LP set. They're only making 150 of them, which is why it went on sale at noon Eastern today. Um, it is now 9:30 Eastern. So if they haven't sold 150 of them by now, you can go to the Dr. Demento go to store.drdemento.com and order it. My guess is it's probably sold out by now, but I wanted to mention it just so that we can say that we mentioned it. Also, look for a brand new embroidered Dr. Demento knit beanie launching on the store on the four, on the first, too. I don't know if that's an April Fool's joke or not. I haven't checked. Um, speaking of April Fool's jokes, the April Fool's Fump newsletter went out today. If you're not on our mailing list, you can view it online at tiny.cc slash fump042101 because it has to be April 2101. So... Fump zero four two one zero one. Some amusing stuff in this in uh, this year's edition. So check that out. And Rand Bellavia's Indiegogo for his solo project is up to three thousand four hundred ninety-five dollars of his four thousand dollar goal with seven days left, which is a neat trick because last week he had ten days left, and I'm pretty sure um, <laughs> ten minus seven is not seven. But who knows? So, all right, you got anything before tour dates? I do not. All right, tour dates. On Sundays on YouTube, Escape from the Secret Lab featuring Dr. Pinkerton. On Thursdays online, Steve Goody. And on Fridays online, Carla Albrick. And coming up on April 3rd on Zoom, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. Um, birthdays. Uh, somehow we missed this. was not on the spreadsheet, but the other day, March 27th, was Bonnie Gordon's birthday. So happy birthday, Bonnie of the Library Bards. All right. Second song this week is by Steve Goody, and I did manage to pre-record an interview with him. So check that out. 
Here we go. Because he is once again off doing his comedy show thing rather than being on the Fomcast. All right. Well, I'm doing both. <laughs> now you can do both through the You can have it all. Technology. Thanks to the power of Zoom, you can be all kinds of places and not be anywhere at the same time. Right. <laughs> like I'm supposed to be at work right now. Yeah. And so it's supposed to be about... springtime here. Yeah, right. <laughs> we got snow this morning. Um, so, so tell us about Take It Back. Well, this was written back in the uh, early 90s, back before any of you were born. <laughs> and uh, I was grumpy and uh, listening to a lot of Zappa, as opposed to right now. Now I'm grumpy listening to Zappa and wearing a cardigan. And uh, I, I always liked the song, and I thought it deserved a somewhat better recording, because back when I recorded it, I had only fake drums, did not have access to real drum recording. And uh, listening to it in the past couple weeks, I realized there's a couple lines in there a little problematic. Let's just smooth those over a little bit. I saw that and note so in, in, in your write-up, and I was like, well, now I want to hear the original. I want to hear it <laughs> <already> cut out. <laughs> there's just a couple things. The line, um, 
well, in the song, when, when I describe her as having uh, seduced a half of Gamma Pi, meaning that she slept with half of eternity or a third, whatever I said. In the original, she seduced um, Van Buren Jr. High, which makes her not just a sexual predator, but a pedophile. Yeah. So I decided let's just lighten that up just a little bit. Little things like that. We'll go with the slut shaming. We won't go with. I think it's better that way. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not saying that she shouldn't sleep with people. I'm just saying if she's with me, she should only sleep with me. And if she's not, she should say so. Right. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Damn it. I think that's what I'm saying. I can't remember. It was a long time. (laughs) (laughs) We have an open relationship. You can sleep with the junior high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's called an open relationship because Pandora's box is now open. Right. Exactly. So you added real drums and a real piano. Yeah. Is there anything else? And re-sang a couple lines. And it's interesting that um, my vocal. Oh, you used the original vocal recording Mm -hmm. from the 90s? Except for the lines I changed. But uh, different microphone, different recording system, different room, different everything. And yet it still matched pretty well 26, seven years later. Nice. I I, I was going to say it didn't sound any different from one of your your normal. I have changed not at all. (laughs) Except for the cardigan. It was funny because I was listening to, I found an old, um, I, I was clearing off a uh, hard drive space and, and I, I found my uh, friggin' here recordings from the show I used to host in Rochester in the 90s. And I listened to it and I don't know whether it's the recording or whether it's just my voice, but I sound noticeably different. Like it's still recognizable as me, mm-hmm. but I'm like, there's a difference in my voice. And, I, yeah. and I'm like, eh, I don't know what that there's is. There's a difference in my voice too. We all, they all change, but yeah. I think I was sort of doing my impression of myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe you have, you change enough things and it winds up sounding the same. Because like I said, every everything in the signal chain is different. They should have sounded different for any number of reasons. Maybe they all canceled each other out. Yeah. And it also may uh, just be that I'm I, I'm better at talking on a microphone now than I was when I was on WIPR. <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah. I'm just sitting in the room. Okay, Twink, what are we going to play next? <laughs> or maybe if you just add lots of reverb and echo to everything, that makes everything sound the same. It's like an iron. Yes. Just smooth everything out. <laughs> So you recorded this 96K 24-bit audio. The the new stuff, yeah. Can you hear the difference in that? Not really. Uh, I don't know what I hear differences. I don't know that I attribute it to sampling rate and bit depth. Um, there's a definite sound to ADATs, but um, I don't know that it's because of the format of the recording. I think it's the converters in the machine. Could be, so, yeah. And, and any number of other things in the chain also. Um, but I do. I definitely hear a difference recording with the system I have now versus the the system I had back then because of all the different elements in the system, not just the sample rate. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I tried recording one of my recent songs. I forget which. It might have been the Mandalorian. Um, I did it in in ninety six twenty four, and because I, I wanted to see if I if I could hear a difference, and mm-hmm. I, and I really don't. Like I, I I recorded it in that, and then I downsampled it to you know forty four sixteen for the CD. And I compared the two and I listened to the two back to back, you know, toggling between them. I, I can't hear a difference. Well, a lot of it is because as we get older, we have less high frequency hearing. But also a lot of the really expensive audio gear or things that take up lots of room on your hard drive, they make a difference in how things go together more than they make a difference in how any one thing sounds by itself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've got a, a really expensive compressor that I run vocals through. Um, if you just solo the vocal and listen to it and switch in and out the compressor, I really can't hear the difference. But I hear the difference in how it sits in the mix. 
much it's very noticeable yeah. so it's it's like it's not is your oregano expensive oregano it's more how how fancy are all of your ingredients and how much did you spend on that stove and that backsplash yeah it, it also may be that you know i have this microphone that i record with and it's not you know <clears throat> top of the line studio I, again i don't think any one thing really matters that much it's, it's how you put it all together and and once they're all together you can you probably would notice if you had if you had recorded your vocal in that microphone and a really expensive one at the same time at the same distance from your face yeah. and listen to how it goes together with all the instruments you'd probably hear a difference there i expect could be yeah but I, I was debating whether to, to start you know recording in high bit right you know going forward and i'm like there's really no reason not to yeah. because hard drives are cheap and your processor can handle it it you is know, i i do everything at 96 now i don't just because yeah i don't know if it's worth it i well, it also means that if other people are recording at that rate, that you won't have to convert to That's work true. with other people's parts. And I'm, I, I ask everybody that I work with, if I'm working with people from afar, record at 96 if you possibly can and save me a conversion. Mm -hmm. And it, I think it helps. You know, every little bit does help, I think. So, <laughs> bit. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> there. All Good 16 it. of them. Yeah. <laughs> 64. Thank you very much. All right. So... Uh, the other thing you mentioned is if you ever tried bashing on guitars and drums really loud, it's fun. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> did you break anything while you were doing this? No, no, the stuff's pretty resilient, but it's just fun. to. I might have broken a string. <laughs> I think I caught a cuticle at one point. But what's funny is, to me anyway, this may not be funny to anybody else. Remember my really long lawnmower song, a parody oh, yeah. of Albuquerque, yeah. um, about how I moved from one house to another and wound up driving my, ride, my new riding mower to the old house to mow the lawn there? Well, the old house, which was a really cute gingerbread house, but did not allow me to play the drums at night, has just been demolished. And I only found that out a couple of days ago. And I went by and it, holy crap, I don't, it's got very industrial looking uh, slabs of cement poured now. So I don't know what's going to be there. And it's all very sad. I'm glad I moved out when I did. <laughs> you know, 13 years later, I don't know where I'd be. Yeah. Interesting. All Life right. moves on, Tom. Yes, it does. So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, the virtual comedy show every Thursday right now, which you can't right. listen to because you're listening yeah. to this right now. And or you, could, uh, or you could be at the virtual comedy show right now and, and watch the video of this playback on, on YouTube. You so do have options. It's the other way, too. You absolutely do. SteveGoody.com for all your Steve Goody crap needs. And uh, oh, um, it is looking more likely that Edinburgh Fringe Festival will happen this August. We're not sure yet, but they're doing some, a Brighton offshoot of it online uh all through june and uh brad tassel and i will be doing our halloween show at least one week maybe two weeks in june online as part of the brighton fringe festival which is an offshoot of the edinburgh fringe festival so yay cool things are actually happening and and fun fest, fun fest. We're yes we're hoping <laughs> we're hoping all right keep me posted on fun fest. all right yeah well. and uh all right thanks for joining us all right thank you. We'll you later happy april fool's day Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Draconisolis. 
Draconis wrote, Welcome to the French Union of Marzipan Producers podcast with your chef, Monsieur Divo Spice, et le Great Luke Ski. Today on the program, we learn how to make crepes goody and Whitmire du fromage. Thank you, Draconis. And that's all the feedback we got. Yay! So. How about teasing? Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah! Tomorrow's song is by Robbie Ellis. Woo! And if you're a frequent listener of this show, you know what song it is. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and Tuesday's song is not yet posted. Or at least it wasn't when I wrote up the script. It might be by now. Um, and tomorrow's special playlist topic, in honor of Dr. Demento's 80th birthday, I put together a playlist of some of the biggest hits from the Dr. Demento show. Uh, it's half what you would think of as the biggest hits and half of, like, Fump number one songs. So go enjoy that. What's that? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Everyone knows nothing happened on the Dr. Demento show in the past 1992. <laughs> Alright, let's get out of here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski! And nobody else is here because nobody cares. Yay! We're in the hex. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, I'm a Sokovian fortune teller. <laughs>